Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. I'm so excited. I'm actually jumping <laughs> up in joy because Cruz Ann McCalligan joins us in the studio. Cruz, it's been way too long. It has been way too long. But you know what? This is what could be possible when you become vaccinated. <laughs> exactly. We've both been yep. vaccinated. Yep. And uh, just a backstory, I'm sure our listeners know, but, you know, I've been in the Admiralty studio and, mm-hmm. you know, not been yep. in here. So we've not seen Cruz in person in no. the longest time for her audio column. No. And so I'm so excited to be back and to see your lovely face at a comfortable two meter distance. (laughs) I mean, to see your lovely face, not to see my lovely face. That would be weird. So what have you got for our listeners this afternoon? Um, We're talking about teddy bears. Nice. Okay. Nice. Teddy bears. Um, And not for the reasons you think, which would usually be like, because my kids have them, which is unfortunately, I'm a bit of like, I I coined a phrase recently. Okay. I'm going to say great. I coined a phrase recently, Noreen, that my life has become a little bit mum dimensional. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Brilliant. That's good, right? I've said it on air now, so no one else can rip that off. That's anyway, very good. Anyway, so I apologise if that sometimes seeps into my column content because, as I said, I am a mum, a little bit mum dimensional. Um, but actually, this isn't the reason I'm talking about teddy bears. I'm talking about teddy bears, even though, of course, I have a house full of them, um, because I went past one on kind of like a rubbish pile the other day. You know, when you see like it was just an old, dirty teddy bear that someone had thrown away, and. I can't handle it. I find that we anthropomorphize teddy bears so much that it actually, I think of a whole backstory. It's got a Pixar soundtrack. You know, like I find it quite an emotional experience seeing a discarded teddy bear. But I was just thinking about it. I'm like, there's there's something about the teddy bear that's become so ubiquitous with children and childhood. And it's, it's like a classic toy. You know, you have a teddy bear. Um, and, I, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit because I was like, how did that become possible? That it just becomes this sort of like icon of childhood. And I, did you have a teddy bear when you were I, younger? I did. I do still, you still do. have one? Yeah. Not really from my childhood, but since then I've acquired You've some acquired more. You've acquired some. Yes, I've acquired <laughs> In my some. adulthood. Yeah, I mean, I, I still have... Um, my mum was very generous and kind to keep... I think, it, you know, when you're a teenager, oh. like, you can throw those away. Like, I don't need those teddy bears anymore. But actually now that I have she my own kids... Them. And she kept... She had a bag of... That's of, amazing. And I think that the, the way she wrote in marker pen on the bag, sentimental stuffed toys. <laughs> and it was very accurate, you know? And now I hold them. And you still have that, like, tingle. Your mum like, is amazing. Yeah, no, I'm so great. And, and my, my children and my daughters are playing with the teddy bears that I played with as a kid. I mean, they have been washed and disinfected since that time. It's been a while. But, you know, it, it's quite it's quite incredible how they kind of have that sentimentality to them, especially a teddy, you yes. know. And and when we met my um, my my elder daughter, which I'm sure I'll tell you about her in the future on air, um, but one of the gifts we gave her was a teddy bear Amazing. and she still sleeps with it every night you know, Aww. like it's, it's there's something, something lovely magical. Cut, yep. yeah, something about that, anyway, so that's why we're talking about it, unfortunately it starts with a very grim and depressing story, oh, but um, we're going to rip that bandaid off and then charge on through, um, teddy bears, because when you think about teddy why is it called the teddy bear it's not you know, I mean, I guess, you know, in, in Hong Kong you just call it bear bear, everyone oh, just calls yeah, it yeah. bear 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 bear, um and of course, Hong Kong sign for teddy bear being, if you can see me on yes. <laughs> Facebook Live. Um, but uh, the teddy bear was actually invented in honour of President Theodore Roosevelt. Obviously, Theodore teddy. being teddy. Yes. Um, and this began when he was on a, a bear hunting trip near Onward, Mississippi on November the 14th, uh, 1902. And Mississippi's governor, Andrew H. Logino, had invited him, um, h- him with them. Um, but 
Theodore had not located a single bear, a real bear, not a teddy bear. They weren't on like a teddy bear picnic situation. Like it was like an actual bear. And uh, Roosevelt's assistants um, cornered and uh, tied a black bear to a willow tree because he couldn't find one. So they got him one and they tied it to a tree and they said, oh, here you go. Now you can shoot it. And um, he viewed this, Theodore Roosevelt viewed this as extremely unsportsmanlike, obviously, like, you know, and uh, he refused to shoot the bear. And the news of this event spread quickly throughout um, newspaper articles around the country. They said, you know, he refused to shoot this bear. I'd like to point out that he did say to other people, no, I won't shoot it, but just put it out of its misery. So they still killed the bear. So it's still an upsetting story. But the point was, he refused to shoot the bear. Um, and it was... It wasn't just, um, and it, the fact is, it wasn't just any president. Theodore Roosevelt was this big game hunter, and he hadn't shot, shot this, he'd chosen not to shoot this bear because it was unsportsmanlike. So it created this um, fascination with, like, how could you, you spared the bear kind of thing. And uh, a cartoonist, a political cartoonist at the time, Clifford Berryman, um, read this article in the newspaper and decided to lightheartedly satirize his refusal to shoot the bear. So, um, he created this cartoon for the Washington Post on November 16th, 1902, so two days later, um, and Morris Mitchtome, who was a Brooklyn candy shop owner, saw the cartoon in the newspaper where, and, and you can find it online, it's him kind of like refusing to shoot this bear, um, and him and his wife had an idea. Um, they made stuffed animals, so this guy in a little candy shop on, you know, in New York, um, they, were, they decided they would create a stuffed toy bear and dedicate it to the president who refused to shoot a bear, and they called it Teddy's Bear. Right, which is just like exactly where it happened. Now, um, after they got uh, Roosevelt's permission to use his name, because, you know, it was based on him, they uh, mass-produced these toy bears that were so popular, he had to, to found a toy company to do it. And to this day, teddy bear has worldwide popularity. Um, you know, it, it seems like there are teddy bears in almost every continent on the planet um and universal and they you know, seem very it's... universal they do um so it's kind of fascinating in that way so that's why we kind of know about this this idea um but then of course what's really interesting is um there's not there's still kind of like you think okay well this is the one story that started it here but there's actually also another parallel story somewhere else around a similar time in 1903 there was a german toy maker called marguerite steiff who made a stuffed bear after she went to a trip to the zoo and it sparked um her nephew to design a stuffed bear that he asked her to make she was a toy maker he asked her to make a bear for him and um she was afraid that bears would actually be too scary for kids because they actually are like a teddy bear is almost a different species than an actual bear you know an actual bear is not a child friendly creature right you know what i mean um anyway so she 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 decided so to be too scary for kids so she designed them with these little button eyes stitched mouths and nose and movable arms and legs um which was the very similar to the the design of these american bears that were happening across the pond at the same time so there was kind of these two parallels uh things which is super super interesting um but yeah so they continue to be these um this really fascinating thing um some other some bear facts not nude facts bear facts um uh, the the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which is, you know, a little bit, not super scary, but like it's got a touch of scariness there, was actually written in 1837. So this is before the teddy bear um, by Robert Southey, who was the poet laureate at the time. 
It's amazing to think a poet laureate wrote Goldilocks and the Three Bears. A, a, I mean, a children's story. A children's yeah, story, which amazing. I think is it's it's um pretty amazing but in his original story the visitor to the, to the bear's house was an ugly old woman and actually goldilocks only entered the tale in later versions they probably realized you had to have like an, uh, a heroine you identified with or something you know what i mean you wanted her to get out of there alive um the oxford english dictionary um dates the first use of the term teddy bear to 1906 which makes sense when we think this was 1902 that we had teddy's bear happen in the u.s um the Teddy Bear's Picnic Song, which I'm sure you know. You is know, it the if you teddy go down to the woods today... I don't know that song. You don't know the Teddy Bear's Picnic? All right, well, that's all right. I'll be sending you a number of um, books Can you and sing links. it for us? Um, no, I'm not. I can't always remember it. Um, but it's, it's if you go down to the woods today, you better not go alone. And then it's like, for every bear that ever there was, we'll gather there together because today's the day the Teddy Bears have their picnic. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I'll release the remix and in due course. Anyway, the point is that it's a very, very famous children's book and story. Um, and it was actually originally called The Teddy Bear Two-Step. But I think The Teddy Bear's Picnic Song is pretty good. And it was composed in 1907. And I just think that's incredible. Um, and the song was composed then, but the, the words were added in 1932. So it's, I mean, I, I read the book quite a lot. It's, it's quite a... Um, I was read it as a child. I read it to my kids. And you don't realise how old it was. And that story has kind of um, held up. Um, however, the bear hug, when we say bear hug, that predates teddy bears by about 60 years. So the term bear hug was first recorded in 1846. So even though we didn't have our cute, cuddly little teddy bears until 1900. 1902, 1903, 1904, um, we were still thinking of bear hugs as nice things. We weren't yeah. totally scared of bears <laughs> at the time. Um, interesting things that teddy bears have been used from for, sorry, used for include uh, mourning the Titanic. So after the Titanic sank in 1912, German toy company Steiff, part of Marguerite Steiff, who was the German toy maker who made a bear, they created 500 teddy bears to honor the victims and these mourning bears were black with red-rimmed eyes to show their sympathy, right? So they made these bears, um, which is amazing. And today, they can sell for over $20,000 or more in auctions. They're such a precious kind of commemorative thing that happened around that time, which is super Because there were only 500 of yeah, them in the world. Yeah, wow. which is kind of amazing. Um, of course, we couldn't talk about famous teddy bear bears if we didn't talk about Winnie the Pooh. Um, <laughs> who was delightful. Um, a so the story of this was based on a real bear, a Canadian, which is not, again, once again, not a great thing. There's people not doing nice things to actual bears, okay? So a Canadian soldier brought a black bear cub from a hunter during World War I, and he, um, the animal became a pet and a mascot for his troop. And the bear, which he named Winnipeg, because he was Canadian, was later given to the London Zoological Gardens, where Christopher Robin Milne, Winnie the Pooh's author, A.A. Milne's son, took such a liking to this bear, she, she was a female bear, um, that he named his teddy bear after her. Um, and so this is one of the so reasons... So Winnie the Pooh is a girl? Well, well the based original. On, based on a female bear, but huh. yeah, which is kind of... Interesting. But I mean, I don't think... Well, I don't... Yeah. I just always thought... I thought well, I suppose, well, I suppose Winnie is a girl's name. Is it? Oh, I like this. This is a cat. This is yeah. an interesting, uh, interesting conversation. Yeah. No, but it, I mean, it's just kind of a bear. But I guess they do say he in the it, yeah they books. do. But isn't it nice that he has such a lovely, soft, gentle, warm, welcoming, feminine name, and he's still a 
boy bear is that a thing yeah anyway it's, it's good it's all good um of course that the thing is about um teddies is that they can be a little bit unhygienic um, and that was until husband and wife toy maker team Wendy Boston and Ken Williams invented washable teddy bears in 1954 um, and the, they, they, um, they used nylon instead of mohair wood wool, kapok and these other kind of hard to clean materials so in a weird way wool is actually quite an Wool is a reasonably hygienic material. You know, it has all those natural oils that have kind of... But anyway, but they obviously, you know, stuffed it with wood chips is probably not particularly hygienic for a child. Um, so the world's smallest commercially available stitched teddy bear, which I'm sure has changed now that we have nanotechnology, but was once 0.29 uh, inches tall. And it was made by a South African micro bear maker <laughs> who's um, just creates these tiny, 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 tiny bears, which I'm just, I just scream choking hazard to me. But um, <laughs> anyway, that's one thing. The world's largest stitched teddy bear. Don't be so one-dimensional. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I mean, she is making something that is less than half an inch and is stitched Whoa. stitched stitched so that's absolutely amazing um but the world's largest stitched teddy bear was made in 2008 where it was 50 uh, 55 foot creation what? um yep which is absolutely huge um and i don't think is particularly cuddly um so that's kind of fascinating. Um, teddy bears have been to space. Um, Magellan T. Bear became the first teddy bear in space when he boarded the Space Shuttle Discovery in 1995. But he wasn't just a bear on holiday. He was the education specialist on the mission, having been a project for a Colorado elementary school. And the teddy bear later flew around the world, visited the South Pole and all these other things, which is sort of fascinating. So they took a teddy bear to space, which feels like something you would need. I feel like space is big and scary and kind Cuddling up with a teddy bear is probably a way to alleviate some of that stress, some even stress. if you are a grown-up astronaut and have an IQ through the roof. Um, so I think that's quite fascinating. I have a whole bunch of quotes about teddy bears, but none of them attributed to anyone. I found, found it quite hard to find quotes attributed to people, unless it was saying, oh, he's such a teddy bear, but it wasn't appropriate for this column. So <laughs> um, one quote is, one never quite gets over a lost bear. And I can attest to this. Mm. I remember once, um, my daughter, we lost a little stuffed toy of hers. And I cried. Like, I felt like I'd betrayed her. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that now because I'm not bringing up old feelings. Anyway, um, now that I'm all grown up, I can buy any teddy bear I want except the old teddy bear I want. Oh, Which is so true. That is so true. You know, and I actually think sometimes people, people get so... Have you noticed... Sometimes people get very cynical and we forget that we can be playful and we can talk about the fact that we were once children or things that we used to like or not like. And I think if you ask even elderly people if they have a teddy bear they remember from childhood, they will. Of they'll course, remember. Yeah. Of course they'll remember. My father is, remembers his teddy bear from my, when he was a kid. Well, my, my grandma loves a teddy bear. If you give her a stuffed toy, right now it's an owl. Oh, nice. Yeah, she says, oh, it's yeah. so soft. They make it so soft these days. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess once upon a time they made a wood stuff with wood chips. <laughs> I suppose that it wasn't a, it wasn't a high bar to get over, but yeah, I hear what you mean. Um, a bedroom without a teddy is like a face without a smile. I can I can understand that too. Um, a bear remains a bear even when most of him has fallen off or worn away, and I can see that. Although I, I am quite grateful that I don't have one of those like really hardcore loved toys oh, in your yeah. house you know what i mean like when there's like like the face is like it's completely like but it doesn't even half. look like and it's yeah. you know it's yeah Probably chewed on or something chewed on, one of those yeah. sorts of ones yeah i don't have one of those yet i mean there's always time right um 
Yes, and then this is interesting. The cell phone has become the adult's transitional object, replacing the toddler's teddy bear for comfort and a sense of belonging. Oh, Isn't that depressing? That's so depressing. Yeah. But I think we can bring back the teddy bear. I don't think there's anything wrong with having teddy bears in our home. I love teddy bears. Exactly. They just look so happy. They're lovely. They're lovely things. They are. Nice and cuddly. I wanted cuddly. to talk to, the, to you about them today because they're just lovely, lovely things. Well, Cruz, thank you so much for sharing that with, with me and our listeners this afternoon. Um, David on Facebook says, good afternoon, everyone from Melbourne. And he actually adds wow and clapping. I think it was after you did your rendition oh, thank you. uh, of the song. And David, I'm sure David's heard of the teddy bears picnic. I'm sure he has. And he's also got some collection of teddies, which he's posted very kindly posted oh, on the Facebook page I'll as well. My Anzac teddy bear and my racing Ooh. teddy bear. Brilliant, isn't it? Yes. Lovely bit of stuff. And the, the koala bear. Which, koala bear. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, Cruz, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next week, thank you very much. No problem. See you. And we'll sign off on the Facebook Live. And uh, many thanks once again to all our guests uh, this afternoon. We were speaking to Bhakti Mata and also Joanne Lee from the Young.